so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Oh, today is Saturday, September, no, Sunday, September 20th. Don't try and trick me, 9-20-20. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. the show where I talk about the things that happen to me every day, the inner thoughts of Boppy, Boppy Joe Batanz, right here on this, on this Joe Batanz, right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of this Joe Batanz, a show, like I said, uh, where I talk about my life and the thoughts in my head, whether they be crazy or not, and you're going to hear about all of those, it's the thoughts that are in my head, the private secret journal of Joe Batanz, and today we're talking about September 20th, 2020. You know, you're going to actually kind of get two days worth today, so I have to buzz through some things, because yesterday I did a, uh, I did it with Lori, and she just wanted to ask about Aiden the entire time. And, um, so it was an Aiden, it didn't, I didn't mean for it to be an Aiden episode. I had a bunch of stuff happen to me and, uh, you know, Aiden and I are fine. Even though I, I, I'll be honest with you. I realize I'm a crazy person and that will ultimately poison whatever beautiful thing I have with Aiden. Here I have this perfect thing and I just... Well, it's not perfect. Obviously, it's, there are problems, big problems, and like for the fact that he's halfish my age, you know, not even half my age. He's got five years to go to be half my age, and uh, so obviously I don't like that. But uh, that's a big problem. But other than that, it, everything's great. Um, so it'll be my cuckoo-ness, my craziness that, uh, ultimately poisons everything. Like, for instance, uh, I think yesterday, I don't remember our ep- episode yesterday, but I think what we talked about was Lori. We talked about, um, a conversation Aiden and I had, uh, about our relationship. We had a deep conversation about our relationship yesterday. And ultimately, everything got worked out. It had to do with community. It started off, and I think as most of these kinds of conversations start off, it started off about something little that then got bigger and bigger and bigger. And ultimately, what we figured out was it was a conversation about communication. And that both of us, not just one of us, both of us need to work on our communication skills uh, for this to work. And um, But in, in talking about, the, you know, one of the communication parts we talked about was that it it was bothering me that he is embarrassed to tell his friend like his uh, for the most part his friends don't know I exist if he has five friends four of them just don't even know the idea of me exists his roommate whose name is Michael an asian guy who's his age he's known his whole life named Michael does know that Aiden is seeing somebody 
but that's all he knows is that Aiden is romantically involved with somebody. Uh, based on what Michael says, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, based on what Aiden says, Michael is so self-involved, which is not unusual for a young gay person, that he's never asked any further questions about this person that Aiden has seen. Just sort of just accepts that Aiden says he's seen somebody and takes that at face value. Um, but in that, in talking about that situation, and by the way, by the way, we worked it out because also one of these things, look, um, yes, Adam Vaught and John Paul and, and people that, um, I guess listen to the podcast that are my friends, they know the truth about Aiden, but people who don't listen to the podcast get different versions of the truth. Like Mercedes, for instance, is under the impression he's 25. Uh, and so I'm, my parents and my brother don't even know I'm seeing somebody and that I'm romantically involved with anybody. Uh, they just think I'm just sad sack, uh, gay man, you know? And so I have my own issues as well about what I share with people and whatnot. So we both share that. We just agree to talk, to communicate about it more. Well, anyway, in having that conversation, Aiden told me that Michael has a bevy of sugar daddies who, uh, uh, to whom he sends dirty pictures. And I don't, Aiden was kind of vague about whether Michael sleeps with them or not, but they give him money and he does dirty things for them. He sees them as gross old men who just uh, use him because he's young and Asian. And he w- this wasn't talking about why he doesn't tell Michael about me and stuff like that. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't equate it or anything. It just came up as a, as a point in the conversation. And I want the record to show, and this is true, that apart from giving Aiden a hundred dollar gift card to Target um, when he moved, and I'll even go further. It was it wasn't. I mean, it was a hundred dollars, but it was like I just used points on my credit card. I didn't even like I didn't shell out cash for my bank account. I had points on a credit card that I turned into a hundred dollar gift card that I gave Aiden when he moved. I've given Aiden nothing, zero, zero things have I given Aiden. So I'm the worst sugar daddy of all time if I'm a sugar daddy, but. Where my brain goes is, is this the long con? Is this the long con? Is this the thing where, um, he, there, there, there's gonna be the moment that he goes, oh, by the way, daddy, he doesn't call me daddy, by the way. I need, you know, to cover rent. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna not be able to make rent this month. Is that what's gonna happen? And like, I don't. I don't know if that, that kind of thought runs through my brain. I kind of asked about it today, and he laughed it off. But um, I don't know. It's something that's not sitting right with me. By the way, and I talked to Adam Vaught about this. And Adam Vaught was like, "Has he ever led you to believe that that's what the case is?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "That would be also like from what you tell me, he's a really good person, and it doesn't sound like something that this kind of goes against everything." That you've ever said about him. It sounds really weird. And John Paul's met Aiden. And I was talking to John Paul about it. And John Paul was like, I didn't get that sense from him from meeting him that he would be like that or do that. And I was like, I know, but he, I don't know, just knowing that he lives with a person who does that 
a person he's known his whole life. I don't know. It just makes me wonder. But I'm just wondering, is my anxiety going from one thing to another, essentially? Oh, you don't have another boyfriend? Check. Okay. Oh, you won't invite me? You won't uh, talk about me with your friends? Check. Oh, you won't do this? Check. Like, the anxiety's always... You think I'm gross and ugly? Check. Like, okay, so now that... I'm just going to keep going down the line with my insecurities until I finally chase him away. And I think that's ultimately what the lesson is here. And I just have to learn to fucking keep it in check. Uh, I shouldn't have ever, I should have never revealed to him that I sort of wondered about that. Um, but whatever. <clears throat> it is what it is. I can't change the past, people. I can't change the past. Um, okay, let's talk here about, um, uh, what the topics I had. Uh, let's go from yesterday. Okay. So we had to go to the cemetery to visit my grandparents' grave yesterday. And there was so much drama, which was something that was so simple. So basically, my dad has two brothers. One of my uncles wanted everyone to get together and go to the gravesite of my grandmother uh, and grandfather, my grandparents, uh, to just all congregate there. So, of course, my parents way overstress it, okay? Way overthink it. And at one, so at, the, at one point, they're like, well, we just, it was a, it was a weird time, like at 1.30 in the afternoon, like, well, we have to take sandwiches, right? So they're like, we, we should go to Subway and pre-order the sandwiches, all right. And uh, so they were like, Joey, what do you want? And I said, I'll have a tuna sandwich. I was in the car, though. I'll have a tuna sandwich. I want salt and pepper, lettuce, pickles. That's it. And they go, what's my order? And they repeat it back to me. You want a tuna sandwich? Salt and pepper, lettuce, and pickles only. And I was like, that's right. I go, I know for some reason you guys are going to screw this up. They're like, no, it, that, Joey, that's an easy. That's easy. I'm like, okay. We park the car. I go, what What do I want? You want a tuna sandwich with lettuce and pickles and salt and pepper only. Go, that's right. They walk into the subway. My mom comes back. I forgot. Did you want what did you want? I go tuna sandwich, salt and pepper, okay. lettuce and pickles only. What? Echo, stop. So then I go, sorry about that. I go, yeah, tuna sandwich. Hmm, I don't know that. I hate that thing. Tuna sandwich, salt and pepper. Lettuce and pickles only. Okay. Goes back inside. Comes back out. Two minutes later. Do you want mayo on your tuna? First of all, who gets mayo on a tuna sandwich? It already has mayo in it. And I went, nope. Nope. Want a tuna sandwich with salt and pepper, lettuce and pickles only. And she's like, okay, got it. So they went and did that. But it was just like... It was, anyway, so then we get in the car, 
<clears throat> We've already bought the subway. And my dad goes, wait a minute. What? We just bought these sandwiches. Are we going to be the only ones eating sandwiches? And everyone's sitting there? And we're the only ones eating sandwiches? And I go, and they're, they're freaking out. Freaking out. And I go, we can easily solve this. Let me call my cousin, Roxanne. So I call Roxanne. Roxanne goes, no, my mom's picking up a big sandwich from Albertsons. And I go, all righty. Problem solved. Then my dad freaks out. And he's like, because, uh, you know, they're very afraid of coronavirus. I don't feel comfortable with this. Because now we're going to have to take off our masks and eat. By the way, we're going to be outdoors, very socially distanced. And go, well, then don't eat then. No one's forcing you to I, told, I I said, no one is forcing you to eat. No one said you have, you are the one that made up and said you had to have a sandwich when you went to the cemetery. You're the one that created that whole thing. Then you get the sandwiches and then you're concerned that you're the only one with a sandwich. Now they say they're also bringing their own food, and now you're upset that people are eating because you have to take a mask off. I didn't eat, by the way, while I was there, just mostly because I wasn't hungry. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so now, um, we, uh, we're on the way to the cemetery. I'm going with them. And we hit major traffic. There's been a major accident on the freeway. Okay? Now, by the way, we're all coming from the same direction. We're all going to be on the same freeway, meaning this accident is all going to, de- it's going to delay us all by the same amount of time. My parents are such narcissists that they think it's only affecting them. They're frantically calling everybody. Of course, everyone's so sick of my parents. No one's taking their phone call. Okay. Frantically call. Uh, we're going to be late. First of all, they don't answer. Then she says, Call Roxanne and tell her that there's an accident on the 60. We're going to be late. I'm like, nope. Uh, they're all going to be late. And we're, I think they can, they will understand why you're late. So my mom sends a group text to everybody. Uh, there's an accident on the 60. We're going to be late. Someone finally writes back. Yeah, we're all in the same traffic, but they're such fucking, and they, they're narcissism two ways. One. They think every they 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 think they're the only ones in the accident in the in the traffic. Two that everyone is so concerned about where they are that, that all people are doing is thinking about them all the time. That all everyone's doing is constantly thinking about them. It's probably where I get it. You know, it's probably where I get it. So those are the stories I had from yesterday. Today, uh, oh. Today, um, pretty uh, easy, uneventful day. You know, I uh, woke up uh, a little earlier than usual to uh, talk to Aiden on his way to work. You know, it's one of my favorite things. I know he likes it too. Um, But the earlier, the better. I love talking to him early in the morning on his way to work. We both like it very much. Uh, This morning, it wasn't too bad. It was about... Seven in the morning, my time, which I was already up by that point, and um, I was in a good, like, chipper, energetic mood. Whenever I have to wake up at three forty-five in the morning, it's, we're both dead. I'm like, "Hello, what's going on?" You know. But I'm lucky in that I get to go to sleep right after. He has to work, but um, 
today with a good mood. He was still tired, but I talked and we had a good time. And then he went to work. I didn't go back to sleep. Uh, I played some Animal Crossing. I did my chores. Right now I'm at a stage where, honestly, and I know you guys love hearing about Animal Crossing, I just do my chores and I'm done. It takes about 15 minutes. <clears throat> I do my chores and I pretty much wrap it up. I'm done. And uh, it's... And, and I'm, I only have three fish left to catch in the whole catalog. I only have three bugs to catch in the whole catalog. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else there is. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what they have planned that I'm gonna need to do. I don't know. It's, it's, it's once I get all those things that I need, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's my Animal Crossing rant. So. Um, <clears throat> So then uh, we had our very usual lazy Sunday brunch. It was a good one today. It was the first good one that we had in a while in that the weather was nice. We were all in a good mood. The food was good. It was just a real, it was, it's probably been the first time in a month where we had a nice Sunday brunch that wasn't like anxiety ridden or horrible weather or people are pissed off or people are anxious or it's just, it's been the first pleasant sunday brunch in a long time i appreciate it and um did that but that was actually fairly early earlier than usual we were done around 10 and then i came inside and uh i must have talked to adam vaught or something today and then um i think i did and then i know it hit I, I don't know what it, this happens every day that mid morning. Oh, no, 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 no. Did I do a show? No. And then at 1 p.m. my time, I don't know what happened between 10 and 1. I'll be honest with you. Start keeping a journal. But around 1 p.m., then I um, uh, did uh, Drag Race Holland. Okay. Which is the first time I've ever done it. And it, it's an idea that I've had for a long time, but there wasn't an appropriate show to do it. Where I do a, essentially a play-by-play or like a mystery science theater 3000 or director's commentary type idea on the show. Was today the most successful and what I wanted to be my dream? No, but I knew it wouldn't be. But like episode two will be even better. Episode three will be better than that. And uh, But I think it was actually a very good first episode for just trying this out for the first time. I had taken notes... For this episode, but I didn't know how to implement them. But now having run through it with this episode one, I think I have a better sense of how to do it for next week. I think what's funny is people might think, oh, it's less work. But I think it's going to turn out being just as – to make it good, it's going to turn out being just as much work. It'll just be a different kind of work. I think it's going to focus more on an outline style than – uh and we're like almost again like in baseball they have all these facts. We all have a page of things to talk about, and essentially, I I will be almost in sense ignoring what's on screen and talking about my thoughts as it happens on the screen, but not really relating what's on the screen. I don't know if that makes any sense. In my head, it makes sense. But now I'm starting to get a sense of how I'm going to do this next week, and I already have a better sense of what it's going to be. 
So maybe I'll actually redo episode one and do it in that way. That's actually not a bad idea because it was a test today, but maybe that's how we do it. And, uh, okay. And so then, um, I don't know. I think episode was fine. We could do it that way. So, uh, there was that. And then, so then, okay. So then it was a bunch of talking on the phone to people. Okay. Uh, because then I was supposed to do fat camp at two o'clock with Lori. Doesn't happen. Then it was two thirty. Doesn't happen. Then it was three o'clock. She texts me. It has to be four o'clock now. Then it's four o'clock, and she says, "Can it go four thirty? Then she does fat camp, and she's in a shitty mood. I'm gonna wrap it up with this. Right before I came on the air, I was talking to Jay Ellis, shooting the shit with Jay Ellis. Two things: a fly or an insect or a bug flew in my mouth, and I gagged. I, was like, I told him, I was like, this is, now he knows what it sounds like when I do a show with Lori." And the other thing, too, is I called him babe by accident when you call your teacher mom. And he said he never called his teacher mom. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on this Joe Batanch right here on Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.